so today we're gonna talk about saying goodbye, right? Mm-hmm. How do we say goodbye? And when it is a good time to say goodbye, right? So I think today we're not talking about those kind of xing out, cutting out toxicity that kind. We've been yeah. there, done that. Yeah. Today it's more about the kind of goodbye that you know would otherwise still feel like a challenge, a little bit of a struggle. Mm-hmm. And why? Because of that, all the discomfort that it causes us, or the awkwardness, right, or mm-hmm. the avoidance that we keep these things in our life, uh-huh. even though they're no longer serving us. Mm. So, so we're talking about we're that talking about goodbye in the name of growth, right? Yes. We wanna become better. And in the name of new possibilities. Yeah. Huan Ying Show Time to <laughs> say goodbye. Na na na. Na 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 na.我要讲了没有不是他喂那个baby那个奶不是哈所以我的friends就看到我了所以你知道我要偏是不是所以我的朋友就看到我就觉得说哇你明天的很好咯就是为什么你这样来very <笑>你看不到吗我的奶我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的胸肌我的
We want to become better. And in the name of new possibilities. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. How to move forward. So positive. <笑>我是林仙姑的好朋友我是林仙姑的嗯<笑><笑> I think our our Guangbo剧尾巴 is coming out Like we really want to do the Guangbo剧 yes. It's our dream you know 对对对对下一集你们要听广播剧下一集我们有广播剧给你们听哎你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么早讲你这么
in our life, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we say goodbye to all the stories that we tell ourselves. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm. mm-hmm. Also, like we talked about emotional trauma mm. uh, in a previous episode, right? Mm-hmm. That's very much like PTSD. We keep Correct. living in the past. Yep. So we want to say goodbye to our traumatic past so we can move forward. Yes, so wow, what a timely, yes. what a good, good follow-up to exactly. the last episode. So when we do integration, it is because of this. Because mm. we want to say goodbye to that, our old stories, our old scripts, and our old trauma, and so that we can live and thrive moving forward. Yeah. So that's a great example of why we want to say goodbye. Mm. Okay. So what happens when you have a lot of things in your life right, that you don't love, that you don't really like, but you kind of still have it in your life, that mm. you don't use and it's just taking up space, yep. you start to feel burdened by those things, right? Mm. And who has been talking about sparking joy? Who? Who? Marie Kondo. Uh-huh. But she's talking and about... us. Yes, and us, right? <laughs> and her concept is about, you know, things cluttering up in our houses. Yeah. And it causes like stress mm-hmm, uh, mm. on our psyche as well, right? So she talks about, you know, really looking at everything, you know, put them in the whole power, a whole mountain, and then taking one item at a time and asking yourself, does this still spark joy? Is mm. this still relevant? Is this still something you want in your life? Is this outdated? Yeah. Right? So that's a very good analogy about how we also clutter our life up with non-tangible physical things Mm. like relationships, mindsets. So it can also clock our systems up. Okay? So if you don't declutter, they will start to wear on you. And so many of us have things that aren't serving us that are outdated, things that we don't truly want. So if you look at a cluttered desk, for example, is your desk cluttered or not cluttered at home? No, no. It's not. No, right? Mm, I try to declutter also. I have a lot of things like my coffee machine there. Uh, I think generally my house is quite neat. Well, I used to have a whole container of pen pens you mm, know that mm. don't work oh <laughs> why are, yeah it's so irritating why a lot of them are spoiled and you don't discard no more it. ink why because you think that maybe one day when you take out you will start to have ink no, again no because you don't <laughs> notice it oh. right so then they accumulate mm. until one day I was so frustrated because like every time I need a pen mm. I pick one out and it doesn't mm. work and then you put it back yeah, you don't throw it. it. You Correct. see, this is so strange, right? Mm. I think this is such a great example. How many of you, Xiao Mao's, actually have got lots of pens and pencils and stationery that's like dried up, spoiled, kept missing, things like that, right? And like you have 10 erasers kind of thing, <laughs> half or one quarter use, that kind of right? Yeah. How many? Like why do we clock our life up with so many things? You only need one eraser. Mm. You finish using it, then you buy a new one. Yep, yep. Right? So it's 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 a kind of mindlessness, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, just go about your life. So interesting. Yeah. So I think, you know, your external world mirrors your internal world, right? Mm. So if let's say you have a lot of clutter around, things lying around like your pants, you mm. know, then you know that that is probably a reflection of your inner state of being. That's why all those people who undergo Marie Kondo's program, right? Their lives are changed yes. not because they have a tidier house. Mm-hmm. Because now in a neater place, right? Mm. Their internal space also mm. reflects that cleanliness. Mm-hmm. And they also want to de- clutter was mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know those are like hoarders, those people with lots of cockroaches oh God, at home. Scary? Then lots of things like mattresses and plastic bags and yes. plastic bags and yes. plastic bags of things, right? I have been researching that. Like, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental illness. Yeah. 对, 对. And a lot of it comes from trauma also. Mm. Mm. So mm. a lot of the hoarders have OCD. Mm. They have a lot of anxiety mm. and usually they are not on good terms with their family exactly. and their friends. Exactly. Yeah. So it's an internal state that manifests That's why. So, so I think this is very interesting. So just look at your um, immediate external environment and then check in with yourself. Like that is actually a very good proof of your inner state right now. So if your outer world is very messy, then you really have a lot of cleaning up to do inside as well, not only just outside. But some people say, ah, just, I'm just messy. 
I just love the mess. No, if you love Organized the mess, organized mess. If you love the mess, then you have the right reasons for loving it. Then so go ahead. So be it. Yeah, la. yeah. You can be whoever the fuck you want, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. We're just offering of you a possibility, and if you want to say goodbye, this is actually a good space to start. Okay, so if we look into why do we not want to say goodbye, there are a few reasons why we hang on to these things. Mm. Okay, what do you think is the reason? It's very painful to say goodbye. Yes. It, because it's very painful to grow. Mm-hmm. To grow out of your old um, shell, yes. your old skin, whatever. Yes. Yeah. So I put down a few reasons here. Mm. I think that too often, you know, we hold on to things just because we've had a relationship with the thing. Mm-mm. Okay. So a lot of us feel that if we don't continue the relationship, if we don't maintain the relationship, then somehow we are invalidating the experience that we have had. Yep. That means if we say goodbye, means it didn't happen. So we continue to keep it. Okay, do yeah. some people think like that? I don't think largely a lot of people do that. Like friends that no longer serve us. Mm-hmm. Like we've been friends for 20, 30 years. Then if you say goodbye, it means that that friendship didn't work. Yeah. Or it didn't happen and it was bad and it ended on a bad note. So you're invalidating the experience of that. Uh-huh. Or like when lovers break up. Or when husband and wife, they go through a divorce. Uh. It's almost like that thing ended on a bad note. Therefore, it didn't happen. Or therefore, it was a bad experience. Oh, that's a high level understanding of this thing. eh? Yeah, that's why we hang on to things that still don't serve us. Because we're still trying to validate this like sunk cost fallacy. Like Uh. until, as long as I don't say goodbye, it is still real. And it's still okay. It's still okay. It still exists in my life. That means it's still working. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. like a putting okay. a full stop and a life sentence on it. If you say goodbye, it means that that thing didn't work full stop, the end. Mm. And I wasted 20 years of my life with this guy or this girl. Okay. Well, but that's denial, basically. Exactly. Mm. Because of the sunk cost policy. Ma. Mm. So a lot of people are in relationships just because they've been around in it for long enough. So they feel like, okay, I don't want to get out of it because then it's a total waste of my 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we believe that the only reason to say goodbye to something or someone is when someone or something has gone terribly wrong. Mm. Right? Or if we're terribly upset about it or if it is broken, then we say goodbye. But there doesn't have to be something wrong with something for you to say goodbye to it. In fact, this is high level stuff. You can love a thing but just not need it or want it in your life anymore. Mm. And that is okay. Yeah. Right? And a lot of times, our relationships with things and people, they don't go on indefinitely. They have a validity period and it's complete. Yeah. So if it's complete, why are we dragging them along just because we don't want to say goodbye? Mm. That's actually a poor reason for keeping something in your life. Mm-hmm. Right, so I think that um, goodbyes. The reason why we want to say goodbye, and we say uh, this is the energy we want to bring to this episode, is so that it allows for growth. Yes, and mm-hmm. new opportunities mm-hmm. and hellos. Right, we always say, "Oh, when a door closes, another <laughs> one opens." Right. Yeah. So if we say goodbye, it will allow for new hellos to happen as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to have a new version of your life, you are going to have to learn how to say goodbye to the old things. So like your maximalism, mm. you have to say goodbye to it so you can welcome and say hello to... Minimalism. Yes, <laughs> right? So I did this with one of my long-term relationships, my friendship. So I think this is a good example. I think y'all can refer back to the Challenging Relationships episode. And I didn't say to this person, or actually a few of them, because once I X'd out one friend, I have to continue to X out a few more because it's, we're all in one circle, mm. right? So I didn't say to these people that I didn't want them in my life anymore. 
Mm. It's not like I go there and say, ah, I want you on my life now. Now, right now. Bye-bye. <laughs> like mm. It wasn't, right? It's more subtle. But I did a lot of deliberation. I did a lot of meditation and thinking. And I decided that this relationship that had been in the past up until now at that point, it wasn't working for me and it's not going to work for me moving forward. Mm. Now, you know, I've always said, other people can be whoever they want to be, yeah. right? And it is not my job to emotionally manipulate them into versions of what is good for me or perfect for me moving forward. That is a poor strategy. So I was thinking, if they continue to be like that, does it still serve me, mm. right? And then I realized that that particular version of the dynamics that we had in a relationship was finite. It was complete. And that was the point. And I realized that this relationship has fulfilled me to the maximum amount that I can be fulfilled within this relationship and it's time to say goodbye. So I said goodbye, law. Mm. Yeah, and now really, yeah, I, I see that once I've made that decision, um, it was very empowering for me and very clarifying. Was it difficult? Yes. Was I, it sad? Yes. I can't see, yeah. I mean, but in a way, that was your only choice moving forward. Mm. I can't see how things would have panned out mm-hmm. if you don't say goodbye. Because you, you are just not at the same stage as those people anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, the other option is I continue to keep them in my life. Mm. So we hang out, but it causes me a lot of grief while mm. I'm hanging out. Or I cannot be authentic. Yeah. I cannot be myself when I'm with them. Mm. Which, was do, which was really happening more and more, more intensely uh, towards the end of mm. our friendship. Because that's where I started to feel really out of place every time we get together. I can't imagine you not being yourself. Eh. Yes, what the So your huli weipa couldn't come out. Yeah, I had to remember you I were told judged you. La. Yes, you were judged remember I felt like when I offered my thinking, mm. they always made me feel like um my thoughts were not um welcome, and they always challenged my thoughts and they think, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Why are you thinking like that? Mm. And the net effect of that is over time, I just silenced myself. Mm. What's the point? So you lost your confidence? Uh? No, I didn't Did lose, lose my confidence. confidence. No, no. I just lost my uh, desire to right. want to say anything. Mm. And because of that, I wasn't enjoying mm. the company anymore. And yeah, it began to sure. feel like an obligation. Okay. It began to feel like it was, I don't know... Um, Every time, every time I hang out, it was just telling me, every cell in my body is telling me I want to get out. Imagine being in a party where you don't like the crowd uh-huh. and it's going on for too long and you just, <laughs> yeah. I want to go home. Yeah. I want to be with you guys. It's that feeling. It's that feeling. And every meeting was like that. Uh, yeah, with your friends of 20 years, which mm. is, yeah. Mm. And to get out of a whole circle of friends like that, it really takes a of lot course. there because yeah. there's so much comfort in it. There's so much history, mm. you know, and there's so many like common friends. Mm-mm-mm. So it's like, are you falling out or have you grown out of it? So mm. if nothing really big has happened, then why do you want to not be stay friends? So you have to keep explaining yourself to a lot of people. Mm. And I realised that, no, the only person I need to explain is to myself. And other like super close friends who are wondering what happened, mm-hmm. I can explain. But really, as long as I have my reasons for doing so, and I like my reasons, then that's all that matters. Huh? That's right. Yeah. Okay, so another reason that um, saying goodbye is hard is because our brains has this desire to avoid pain, mm-hmm. seek pleasure, and be efficient. 
Mm. Okay, so our brain likes to keep doing what it's always been doing. It's much more efficient just to keep all this stuff around, right? Much more efficient for the brain not to have to say goodbye, not to have to clean up, not to have to change. Mm. It loves the status quo, yep. right? So we talk about the motivational triad in one of our previous early episodes about avoiding pain, seeking pleasure and wanting status quo, right? So saying goodbye is also hard because we have a fear of the unknown, mm. uncertainty. Mm. So we like what we know, we like what's familiar, even if it's not serving us, there's comfort in it because it's familiar. Mm. And we've done it too often. Yep. And it's always been the case. Yep. Okay, yep. The last reason why most of us don't like saying goodbye to anything is because we would rather avoid mm. the awkwardness or confrontation or follow up or like guilt or people coming up to you and say, what's wrong? What's wrong? Can you explain mm-hmm. what happened? What happened? Mm. You know? So we would rather avoid any stimulus that causes us to have a negative emotion or feeling. Mm. And what do we always tell ourselves? Goodbye is sad. Mm. Goodbye is bad. So we already have this neuro-lingual programming in our head. Yep. Goodbye is bad. Goodbye is sad. So that's why we avoid it, right? And stay in stale situations and relationships because we don't want to experience any pain and discomfort. Mm. So you see how the brain is firing yeah. and motivating us to stay in stale situations, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. But what I want to offer in this episode, right, is that goodbyes can feel loving and good and they don't have to be filled with conflict. Okay. It sounds counterintuitive again, <laughs> and you might not know how to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So have you said goodbye to things in your life whereby it felt loving and good and it was the right time and it wasn't felt with conflict? Have you had those experiences? Um, wow. <laughs> I think in a way, there was one relationship where I said goodbye to the person mm. in my heart only. Mm. You know what I mean? I did not tell the person that, hey, let's end this relationship. Yeah, yeah, like me and my friends. Lo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you're different because you don't see them anymore. But I still see the person. Oh. But in my mind is that I feel that ah, this is just too toxic for me. Mm. To continue to basically tether my feelings to your emotions. Mm. Yeah, so I choose to distance my own emotions mm. from this person. Mm. So in a way, I feel that that's a kind of goodbye. Mm. The person doesn't know it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, but then I am in a much better emotional space. Mm because of this kind of goodbye. Did, did you feel any conflict when you decided to do that or leading up to the decision? No, because this kind of thing builds up, right? Mm. Like, you know, you'll go through all the emotional upheavals mm. and everything. And then eventually, if you love yourself enough, you will yes. You will say that, okay, enough is enough. So would you say it's, it's very natural and organic? For me, it was wrong. Mm. Like, this is the way it has to be. Mm. I have to say goodbye to this person. Yes. Even if, you know, it's internally. Yes, yeah, I don't want to be affected by this person right. anymore. Right. Mm. So I think you were practicing mental and emotional hygiene law. You have your own qualification. And you, I think I you suppose. went through. Yes, later <laughs> I'm going to walk through some questions that you guys can try on if you want to say goodbye to something or you want to find out if you want to say goodbye to that thing when you can't make a decision. Mm. So I have some questions for you guys. But I, yeah. I love it. I think it's actually just checking into your system and really being very aware about what is working and what's not working anymore. Yeah. And in your case, this friendship that you have with this person, it wasn't working on several levels and you felt it viscerally in your system mm. and you felt like it wasn't big enough to actually stop okay have a meeting and say I want to stop being a friend really huh? bye 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 you and know? I make a drama out no, of it no 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 it's actually a very quiet decision but it's so powerful yeah yeah. but do you still spend a lot of time with this person now no, or no? 
no. Mm. Mm. So still friends lah, but have a distance. You la. have a distance, ah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you are not really committing yourself because you know if you love the people in your life, you mm. are committed to them, right? Mm. And that means that you really are committing your feelings to them also. Yes, yeah. it's an investment, yeah. Yeah, correct. Mm. So yeah, so you take responsibility for that commitment, right? Mm. But when you kind of like say goodbye to a relationship then there's no more of that thing there. You know mm. what I mean, right? That connection there. Mm. I think, you know, when you talk about uh, the hoarders in those HDB flats, right? Those people, I think you can also hoard relationships. Mm. I think there are people who actually like... That's they pretty feel, interesting. Yeah, right? I think they feel that no matter what kind, as long as you're an acquaintance... Just I, keep, I, just keep. Just keep, just keep, just In keep. case one day I need... Yeah, it's just a building up this black book of contacts, right? Uh. And then you're just giving yourself out to everybody, no matter what size, what shape, what colour, right? Do you know people like that? Yeah, I do. Okay. Like, you know that for them, it's like collecting number of people. Like, you're collecting followers on Instagram like that or friends on Facebook. Like, uh. like that number feels like an achievement, uh-uh. you know? But I think for you and for me, it's a very different kind. I think for us, it's what kind, what's the quality of the relationship? Yeah. Right? What's Quant- the quality quantity of... Quantity is not important. Yes. Like, mm. what's the quality of the human connection that we have with someone? Mm-hmm. Do we enjoy that company? Yeah. Are these people good for us? Yeah. Right? And it's really this shun shun mi mi process. Correct, you know I mean? correct. Like you are looking hard. Yes, yeah. yes. You and don't you want know, to just, yeah. And you know what's interesting also is like relationships, like I say, the whole concept of sometimes a relationship has a completion date, right? Mm. So even though let's say we are super ah for the first 10 years. Ah, yeah, then <laughs> after that, people grow apart because we have growth, yeah, right? Then we yeah. have different priorities and different wants and needs. And then it can be a natural process to grow apart. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's some couples who separate from each other mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, it's an amicable separation. Correct. Nobody believes them. Correct. And I, I totally believe... Like Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. Uh, they are still friends. Oh, is it? And it, they, they probably still love each other yes, a lot. Yes, and then right? they have a lot of history. They have got kids uh, between mm. themselves. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't have to be an inamicable split, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So for people who don't understand that that's possible, uh, you have a lot of work to do. Mm. Because do you think people are lying when they say that they have an amicable split? Yeah, I guess it's not so black and white. You know, life is so messy right. and that's why it's so interesting, right? You Correct. can love someone at the same time, you just don't want to be with that person. But it doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can love love is not a finite amount one. It's infinite. Yes. Right? So you can love someone in so many different ways and it can change. Mm. Right? It doesn't mean that I have to be in love with you and be in a husband and wife relationship and that's the only way to express that yeah. love. Which is why I feel like there's so much guilt around love, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't love enough. Mm. I don't love you the way you want me to love you. Mm. I don't love as many people as I should. Mm. Yeah. But that's actually too bad we ran out of episodes already. But that's one concept that I wanted to share which is called the manual. What the manual? manual? You know the manual, like instruction manual. Uh We have a fuck briefly. We have a fucking manual for relationships. Oh, for the people in our life. So the manual came from expectations, society, yes, and conditioning and expectations and the rules and written rules. So then, don't love people enough. Correct. All of those, right. Come from the manual. The manual, right? We have a fucking manual that the world gave us. And then we have our own manual that we wrote ourselves. Like, for example, <laughs> you are my boyfriend. You have to do this, 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 and this. We have this perfect mold that we want someone to be molded yeah into. La, true. And yeah. we're just looking for that someone to fit in that mold. Uh. Yeah. And then if the manual instructions, right, are not being lived out in actual uh, uh. life, then you get angry, you mm. get disappointed, and then you're like very xiao like that, you know? Like, how can you never do this? You're supposed to do this for me. You are 
my Lito podcast partner. Yes, how you come you're should not like blah, that? Blah, blah, blah. Correct, correct. Or like you are my employee. You're supposed to do this. I pay you. You're supposed to do this. I can shout at you. So how do you burn the manual? Yeah, we have to burn exercise the manual. <laughs> have a ritual. Do one episode called burn the manual. Yeah, we should have a workshop, right? Lito workshop, right? And say, bring your manual. So your fucking manuals. Things, and oh. we burn. <laughs> so dangerous, eh? Let's set fire to our collective okay, manuals. Okay, okay, metaphorical fires. Yes, <laughs> yes. So that's the whole concept of manuals. We have to really throw out our manuals. So when you don't have that stupid fucking manual, right? Mm. You have no more guilt. La. Yes, because right. there's nothing you're supposed to do. Okay. Right? True. You can be, like I say, you can be fucking whatever you want to do. Yeah. You can let other people do the fuck they want to do. Yeah. No grief. Just allow, just yeah. let people... Oh my God, yes. Because there's no manual, <laughs> right? Well, I'm seeing that I have a manual. I've mm. had a manual. Mm. Um, that's why, like, you know, I feel guilt often. Mm. I guess that's where it comes from. Mm. Yeah. You see, like, for example, your relationship with your mom, right? Like, you feel that she should not do certain things she should do. That's mm. actually, on a very real level, you have a manual for True. what a mom should be. True. Even if the because whole, yeah, <laughs> right? We all think a mom should be this, should be that. But your mom has to be wherever she wants. So she doesn't need to be a good mom. No! She has no <laughs> obligation not. to be a good anything. <laughs> right? So if we really understand that and not just laugh about it, but not really understand it in our bones, huh, then we, we release her and we also release ourselves from the grief. I know. That's a, a strong thing like that. You're not doing this so because you are the one to turn in and you're good for that person. It's like ultimately you are the one that's relieving yourself of the grief. Mm. When you stop expecting other people to be whoever you want them to be. Mm-hmm. There is no supposed to. They can be horrible people. Mm. Right? And you let them be horrible people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say to that? We <laughs> 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 It's okay because mm. it's the second last episode. Okay, okay. So we can lead mm. Um Okay, this topic. Meow, meow. We really want to hear from you. Yes, we want to get to know you guys better. Yes, so slide into our DMs. Yes, the best way is to follow us on Instagram at Lightolabs. Topic we need to dig further because yeah you allow the other person yes the manual needs to be to a bonus be episode <laughs> whoever the fuck they want to be yes but then you are also allowed to say goodbye to that person you are like, allowed to do bye yes okay don't do unto others what you don't want to be done to yourself right so when you accord other people this freedom to be whoever the fuck they want in a way you're allowing yourself to show up in any way you want as well okay but what about in a relationship you mm-hmm. and your partner mm-hmm. right. And don't you think it would be good to grow together? Yes. Okay. That's why okay, we need another another bonus episode, right? That's why, you know this concept about going into a relationship with two complete people going into a relationship and enjoying a company. Relationship is not about going into a relationship incomplete and hoping for the other person to complete you. Mm. And you know how this is actually very possible because we talked about fragmentation, right? And when fragmentation, two different fragments are when they come together and they're attracted. A lot of the times in the beginning, Mm -hmm. it is because you see what you are missing and you're searching for in yourself Mm. in the other person. And that's why you're drawn together. Mm. Right? But that can actually be toxicity mm. we need another masterclass in attraction oh. the difference between attraction and love this is another concept that it's very high level uh. right so a lot of people come together because of trying to fill this void in themselves from the other person yep, yep. so you're waiting for the other person to complete you in that sense you have a fucking manual Mm. You're saying you have to do this, 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 so, so I feel fulfill this, this, my this. this. Yes. Yeah, okay. Right? So that's why people grow apart sometimes after the honeymoon period. 
Because they have completely different manuals. Huh? Yes, and also mm. they are completely different people. They don't match. Yes, yeah. yes. So when you go into a relationship waiting for someone to complete you, you're fucked already. Mm. Right? Mm. Because that is totally out of your control. Yep, yep, but people yep. can be whoever they want to be. So a good relationship, I mean, we totally litty, mm. is two people going into a relationship yes, and with working the- on themselves. Yes, yes. Right not? Exactly, yeah. with your cups full. Mm. Or even, I mean, because we're not perfect, right? Mm. So not to turn sien, like mm. you said, mm. but just working on ourselves to work through all our own issues on our own. Yes. Without saying to the person, okay, I'm going to fix all your issues for you. No, you don't have to. You let that it's person It's more like, be. yeah, just mm. be with that person. Right. And the person is with you as well mm. as you each try to yes. Huh, yes. solve your own, yes. own shit. So you let the other person be whoever the fuck he or she is. And you love him or her anyway. Yeah. That is love, ma. Mm. Right? Yeah. Mm. Okay, another episode. <laughs> okay, so coming back to saying goodbye, three right? Three episodes in one. Yes, uh. yeah, three in one, right? Like yeah. instant coffee mix. Okay, how do you know when it is time to say goodbye? Okay, so here are a few questions, okay? When it comes to things or relationships or mindsets, okay? Here are a few questions you can try on for size. The first question is, Okay, one of the best ways to start thinking about this is asking yourself, would I buy this thing again? Mm. Would I buy it again? Mm, okay? okay. Another one is, would I invite this person or this thing into my life again right now? If I can make a decision all over again. Oh. Okay, would I be friends with this person right now? If I can choose all over again, this person being who he or she is and me being who I am now, would I still mm. be a friend to this person? Mm-mm-mm. Okay, Would I still buy this $2,000 back again? Mm. Okay, actually you can... Yes. <laughs> you know, actually a lot of people have like buyer's remorse the moment they charge their card or the moment they pay, right? They go like, oh. <sighs> right? Uh-huh. It's like, oh, creepy already, right? So you're like, would I buy this $2,000 back again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Would I adopt this way of thinking again today? Mm. Would I make the same decision again? And if the answer is no, 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 you may want to consider a good buy. Mm. the next time mm. or now like start committing yourself to a decision okay mm. so once you have said goodbye to those things commit to the goodbye and don't look back already mm. don't go and wishy-washy then like oh guilt oh, you, know, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you do it once but you do it thoroughly but once uh. and then you commit to the decision and don't look back okay. okay so make the decision to say goodbye clearly and definitively and then you can start welcoming new things into the your life. The beginning of a new life. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is the end of today's episode. <laughs> so fun. So fun, right? And so easy, breezy, right? Doesn't it sound attractive, this whole idea of saying goodbye? Yeah, you know when you pack your house, mm. then you throw away all the things you don't Shook, want. Right. It's damn in, sure. In, no, in the beginning, it's a Yes. Mm. Okay, so I used to be a hoarder too. What I, do you hoard? I used to hoard all my assessment books. <laughs> My school textbooks from second school notes. primary school, secondary school, yes. diaries. Yes, because emotional attachment, right? Yeah, so mm. last time, every card that my friend gave me, box, I'll have them in a box. Mm. Cannot throw anything. Mm. So I totally know how it feels to mm. like, oh, I can't throw this thing. But now I'm like, oh, just throw, mm. take a photo. Or yes. sometimes don't even take a photo, just yes. throw. It's a mentality thing, right? The reason why you look at that thing is because you put so much value in the thing, but it's just a thing. Yeah, actually, even without that thing, you still have that thing one in it's you. It's in you. The thing is in you, yeah. it's not in the thing. So actually, this thing actually can be practiced one. Yeah, you can slowly learn to kind of like get used to it. And then after a while, you feel so good throwing out things. 
它是一个 old mindset 来的嘛。Yeah. Then after a while, you don't buy things anymore. Hmm.、嗯、oh, talking about mindset, right? I recently, when I was buying snacks from a petrol kiosk downstairs, and I was walking back, a new analogy came into my mind all of a sudden, right? Like、What? I've always been, <laughs> I've been always thinking about new analogies to share with your mouse, right?、Uh-huh. To make it. Make, understandable、uh, concepts difficult to grasp. Understandable. So you know, like we always talk about shifting mindset, neural programming, and why we have to shift our new thinking and practice, practice, practice. Right? Okay. So I want you to imagine a bar of soap.、Mm. The bar of soap, huh, is your old mindset. Okay. Okay. If you want to create a new neural pathway on this soap, right? Imagine if you use a little toothpick. Okay. Okay, and you need to cut the soap, soap into two. What do you have to do? You take the toothpick and you just gua right, you just gua, you just gua. Then firstly you create a line or a scratch. Then later the groove will become deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Eventually, when you do enough times, right, you will split、mm. the soap into two parts. So when we are practicing a new mindset or new way of doing things, in the beginning you don't see results.、Mm. It will always feel very counterintuitive, a bit hard, and you don't see results. But when you do enough, right, you will carve a groove deeper and deeper and deeper, and that's the new neural pathway. And eventually, it becomes a habit, and you don't even have to think about it. It becomes a new way of life, and the soap gets into half.、Uh, do you understand the analogy? Is it good? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know why that came in when I was walking away from the petrol kiosk with snacks in my bag. Right.、Mm. But <laughs> I think sometimes ah,、uh, it's quite funny to、mm. really think about how all of us, right?、Mm. Everything just boils down to our neural pathway. Yes, yes. You know all our drama,、mm-hmm. our tragedies in、mm-hmm. our minds. Yeah,、mm-hmm. it all just boils down to like the way we are used to thinking. Yes. Yeah, and that is excellent news because the mind, ha, is hundred percent controlled by you one.、Mm. That is the great. That's、news. what they call the neural plasticity. Plasticity, yes. Yeah, you know, like the、um, uh, Play-Doh. Yeah, plasticine, right? Plastic, plasticity. <laughs> Plast. Plasticity, four syllables. Not plasticity. Plasticity, plasticity, plasticity. You're talking more and more. Plasticity. Okay. Plasticity. Mm-hmm. Plasticity. Plasticities. Plasticities. Plasticity. Yes. So that that's good news. No, it can be bad news also. Why? No, because if you go down a very negative path, right? Then、mm-hmm. that path also gets carved out, ma. Yes, yes, yes. Of、yeah. course, it works both ways, lah. And that's how we we settle into our bad habits. What? Exactly. We can never climb out of. Exactly. That's what's been happening on default anyway. <laughs>、yeah. That's why we have to do it counterintuitively, and that's why you feel that's the true.、Resistance. The only way is up. Yes. Because <laughs> we're already in this. Yeah. You don't even have to put in effort. <laughs> yeah. Right. To use、we're、it the wrong way. Yeah.、Up. Yeah. We're already fucked up, right? We've、yeah. been taught to use this tool in a totally terrible manner. Yeah. Right? You're right. Yeah. Yes. That's true. So it's the other way that we have to practice, lah,、yeah. and bring intention. Yeah. 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 yeah.、Mm. Mm. Also, I hope you guys enjoyed this short little episode. Oh my god, feels so short. Thirty nine minutes only. <laughs> What you're gonna end already? What you want to talk about? It's not over. It's 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 over. It's
So that moment I'll feel sad. The moment I go inside the gate, you know, like you scan your passport. And it's over. And, and you walk like, into oh, the duty free. Right? Hello. Yes. Hello, DFS. <laughs> <laughs> like holiday begins. Yes. You know, like I feel that instant switch in my head. That's a great analogy. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel that if you can power through the initial discomfort enough and you know how our brain doesn't like that, right? Yeah. Mm. Once you understand that you and you know what's waiting for you on the other side, which is fresh new perspectives and possibilities and new beginnings and growth, then you will focus on that. Don't focus on the saying goodbye. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But then you know what? Allow, like I say, allow for every emotion, right? If it's bittersweet, if it's sad, we allow it. It's fine. It's appropriate for the occasion. But we also know why we are moving forward. It's so that we can take that flight mm. and go to a place. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You must know what you want, long. Mm. Actually I have a story to share. Yes, please. Um, okay, so long, long, long time ago, right? There, there was, was a, a woman. Oh, I thought a nun, and the nun is called Niku. Niku. <laughs> wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. So this beautiful woman, right? Mm. She was um so beautiful that kings wanted to marry her, mm. right? So eventually she married a king, but her mm. true ambition was that she wanted to be a nun. Oh, she wanted to be a Niku, mm, 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 right? Mm. So she told the king that she married, like, okay. I will leave after I bear three children for you. Okay. And go and be a Niku. Okay. And then it really happened when mm. she was 25 or 26. Mm. So she left and then the teacher that she went to look for rejected her immediately. <gasps> what? Even though she really wanted to study Buddhism and be a Niku because the teacher said, you're too beautiful. You're so beautiful that you'll be a distraction <gasps> to all the monks. Oh my God. So she was very like... um disappointed, okay, but she went to look for another teacher. And guess what? The teacher said the same thing. You're too beautiful. Mm. So, you know, guess what she did? She went to somewhere far away and then she took a hot pike, right? And she disfigured herself. Oh my God. She wanted to be a Niku so much that she destroyed her beauty, mm. you know, and she just said goodbye, basically, mm. to that part of her. Mm. And she went back to the Hershang again. Mm. And the teacher accepted her. I said, now you're ready. And said, yes. Mm. Now you can join me to mm. study. Oh no, so sad. I thought she was going to start her own monastery. <laughs> <laughs> Where she welcomed other people who look like her to come in. Oh. Why not, right? But this is quite a cool story, I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't ready. She still had her beauty with her. It's not easy, right, to let go of your... Your, what defines your, you yeah, 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 for yeah, your yeah, entire yeah. life. Correct, right? correct. Mm. And to say goodbye, it requires that much courage. Mm. The point that you're able to, to burn your face, disfigure yourself and let go mm. of that very, very strong identity of yours. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it just reminds me that there is a cost. There's something that you're giving up, yeah. right? And that's what makes the saying goodbye difficult. That's not it'll be just like, oh, bye. Yes. But you see, sometimes we think that this cost, right? Like obviously, for this Niku, uh, this uh, queen turned Niku, that cost is very high. La. But I think there are occasions for us lay, lay human beings, right? Um, that we kind of over-exaggerate the cost in our mind. Oh. It, it, it true, feels true, so true, costly, yeah. more than it actually is going to be. But actually, you didn't even need to disfigure yes, yourself. Yes, right? yes, yeah. I wish she started her own monastery. Yeah. Oh, then I would have gone to join her. You know, I was just trying to be Right? Then we can do it together. Do and Niku. Yeah. Great story. Great story. I want to see you wear a 
You know, the other day I forgot to say, you know, I wanted to have a pun, but then we, we missed the opportunity. You know, we said, Sien Nui Xia Fan. Like we come down, right? But then we chuan nika gu zhuang, right? And we Sien Nui Xia Lai, then Xia Fan. Halloween 的时候出来，对我吓死你！也是仙女下凡，很好哎，这个盘，这个盘不错哈、哦。嗯嗯，哎、欸、，lovely story， I like that. I like yeah, that. I love it too. Yeah. So really, think about the cause. It's this cause that causes us discomfort, and that's what we're avoiding like, at the end of the day.、嗯、But really, I don't focus on the cause. And anyway, it might have been an exaggeration in your brain anyway. But think about the possibility. Like for her, it's to be a nun. That is her new possibility, right? An area of growth and what、mm. she really aspire to be.、Mm. So you exchange lah. You have to ask yourself, what is it that you truly want? Mm. Mm. The point is, if something is not working for you anymore, we have to learn to let go、mm. instead of holding. Hang, hang on.、Mm. For your dear life. Correct, correct. So free yourselves. Mm. Mm. Okay. Huh. So we have come to the end of the episode. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say?、Mm, talk about songs, oh. Oh, great. So you have a great, great song. I have a great, great song as well. So、um, yeah. if you listen to this episode and if you felt like Rebecca sounded a little bit nasally <laughs> or stuffed up, it's not because she has a congested nasal. It's because she has been crying. Okay, tell us why. Because I was trying to find a song for、mm. today,、mm. and then I stumbled upon this video that I saved many many years ago.、Mm. And this song is written by this guy who was featured in this video.、Mm. So his name is called Zach So Sobiak. 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 Yeah, Sobiak. Sobiak.、Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot pronounce your name properly. But anyway, Zach was a seventeen-year-old boy,、mm. and he had、um, bone o- cancer. Yeah, osteosarcoma.、Mm. And he was told that he had six months to live.、Mm. Right, a few months to live. And he loved music, so he wrote this beautiful song called "Clouds."、Mm. The first time I heard it, I already fell in love with it.、Mm. And this song was featured in this documentary about Zach.、Mm. Uh, this documentary was filmed by Soul Pancake. Pancake, yes, right. Soul Pancake、mm. used to be really huge.、Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was rewatching the video and re-listening to this song,、mm, and it touched you and reduced you to a crying、puddle. for thirty minutes straight, sobbing. Yeah, because his life really inspired me.、Mm. You know, like he had a few months to live, but he really—it's very cliche, right?、Mm. He lived life to the fullest, intensely. Yeah, and yeah. he loved.、Mm-hmm. That was the main thing, right?、Mm-hmm. Everyone who talked about him said, like. You know, you just sit beside Zach, and you just feel better already.、Mm. He is just so real, like a beacon of light. Yeah, he shines. Yes, he shines. And and this is Zach's own words. He said, "Like just love、mm. other people," and that's all he did. Seventeen、mm. short years, just make other people, people smile so massively. Like even now that he's gone, he's managed to touch you so much. Yeah, I'm still talking about it. Yes, and then the comments below the video are like. Oh, who is still sobbing in two zero one nine? Yes, yes. It's a life lived so intensely, right? But continue to touch people. So he's really outlived his seventeen years on totally, earth. Totally, yeah. He is still living and breathing. Yeah, in and a way. he died six years ago. Yeah, you know. Yes. So okay, recently, um, I saw this video. Not recently, sorry. Just now, I saw this video of like a crowd of five thousand people、mm. singing the choir version of yes, this song. Yes. You saw. Yes. Saw and、that. now they're making a movie about Zach. Yes, they're working on it since October, I think. Got you're, you're so well informed. 
<laughs> it's like, like I tell you, then you like ah, I also know. No, because I really, really love this story. Also, it also touched me on a very, very deep manner, and it resonated with me. And I love the song, um, clouds that you're mm. going to share. Right, that's mm. the song you're going to play. And I felt like you can even hear his spirit in it. Yeah, the positivity, yeah. even when he was in such dire circumstances. And I felt like you know the reason why he did something like this is because he really loved the people that he's going to leave behind. Yeah, and I think it's also leaving his embodiment and his spirit in a song that people can keep coming back to in mm. moments of I don't know sadness or when they're missing him they can always come back to this song and his spirit lives on in a song so yeah. beautifully yeah yeah. and and you would think that the song would be depressing right mm. but it's not you know um, you know we played Jason Mraz's song during yeah. the Who Needs a Coach right so they did in the documentary yes. that video they got um, Kobe Kelly they got uh, Philip Phillips they got Jason Mraz they got a lot of famous people to actually appear in that video singing this song and they gave it as a gift to Zach right yeah, yeah. so lovely because his story touched a lot of oh, people that was the part I cried like a baby I know I know yeah, and so the mom actually wrote a book also oh I, is it yes okay yeah. I'll go and check that out so yeah. I, I know you guys will love this song mm. it's about saying goodbye mm-hmm. um, this is the ultimate goodbye right mm-hmm. death oh, right death, yes the ultimate is the ultimate lesson we need to learn mm. but if we can learn it we can live the ultimate life. Mm. And that's what we are learning every day. Yes. Um, Buddhists say that we have to learn to die before we die. Yes. And I think this is part of it, you know, like yes. really coming to terms with death in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. And impermanence, yeah? We with started, impermanence. Yeah. Mm. So as we come to terms with the fact that one day we will die, mm-hmm we will live more intensely. Mm. So Becky, when uh, this afternoon, well, before we came into the studio to do the recording, we were like, just trading messages on WhatsApp and she was just telling me, oh, I want to share this song with uh, the Xiao Mouse. And then when I realised that that was the song, then we started talking about how we really want to learn how to live intensely, right? Mm. And a lot of people do that when they are given like a terminal diagnosis, right? So I think the question then is, how can we all start to live and feel intensely without this diagnosis, mm. right? But in a way, we have all been diagnosed with impermanence. Yeah. It is coming, whether we like it or not. It's very easy to forget. It's right? very easy because we feel that we're invincible, especially when you're young, mm-hmm. right? And the world is your oyster. Yeah, yeah, even saying things like, oh, see you next month. We may not. Right, You know, that is like really thinking that you will live forever. Yes, and you know, going back to your saying goodbye to your family and friends at the airport, right? Mm. It's almost like a little death, Mm. right? All those experiences feels like a little mini death in and of itself. Because it's like, I think your brain will just go like, oh, maybe what if this is the last time I see you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. So So we have so many opportunities to practice, I think. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully we can learn to live an intense life, Mm. a beautiful life, even without having a terminal Diagnosis. Diagnosis. Yes. I think one way to do that is to constantly think about death. Yes. Right? Like the Stoics said. Yes. Said, right? Stoicism. The Stoics were a group of philosophers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they say, you know, to remind yourself to live every day, spend a few minutes thinking about yourself dying. You can be very graphic about it. Like mm. imagine yourself in a coffin mm. or imagine yourself cremated. You're mm-hmm. dust now. Mm-hmm. Make it as real as possible. Mm. And then you will begin to feel, mm. you'll feel the reality of like, hey, one day I'm not going to be here. Mm. 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 Yeah, that's great. Thank you so much. Great okay. song choice. Your song. 
My song is um, okay. So I try not to repeat singers in this whole season, right? But I felt like this is the perfect song, and it's by my favorite singer, Jungsun Mingtai, Akina Nakamori, and it's one of my favorite ballads of hers, and it's called Sayonara Ja Owaranai, and it means goodbye doesn't mean the end. Nice. And the some lyrics that I want to share with you guys. It says, "Kanashikute daite run janai kono udega totemo atatakute udeshi dake." It means I'm not crying. Because I'm sad. I'm crying because I feel your arms that are warm. Sayonara ja oranai. It's just saying goodbye. Nothing has ended. It is not the end. Because how can I ever leave you? I really want to meet you to see you more than anybody else. I'll always be by your side. It is just goodbye because love doesn't end. I realize every time I'm hurt, I become stronger. But that's only because I'm forever in your arms, always. Sayonara, cha ora nai. Please enjoy. We love you guys. We love you and bye. Bye. bye.
我们就录了哈。Hello, hello, hello. You don't our... say bye, right? We're back, okay, to yeah. haunt you. Yeah, this is our very messy outro. Yes, this is an outro, and it's gonna be a very long outro, okay? Because we're not getting Okay. Yeah, so we want to talk as much as possible. Yes, it's a mini episode in and of itself. <laughs> 啊，你们很开心 ，right？ 很烦哎、欸，你都讲 say goodbye already， 但是 come back and haunt people。This is practice 嘛 ，remember the soap you got to keep carving 嘛。Oh. <laughs> This is the old habits coming back 嘛。啊、oh, okay. uh, ，you don't want to say goodbye to us 嘛 ，so we come back 咯、oh. ，and give you another chance to practice to say goodbye。Okay， so the old spirits are back。Yes， 我们是回来 haunt 你的。Okay, so if you want to haunt us,、mm-hmm. you can go to our Instagram. That's the most important. We are at Lito Labs, and we also have our individual Instagram, right?、Mm. I'm at Rebecca Toh. Eh, sorry, ah,、uh, Rebecca, Rebecca underscore Toh. There is an underscore, okay? T O H, ah,、uh, not T O E, okay? Wait, Rebecca Toh. And then Daniel's limbs <laughs> is at. I am at Happy Danny Bunny. Ah. That's like our Instagram. So when you're happy, your handle is happy Danny Bunny.、Mm, so when, when you're sad, happy, it's sad Danny Bunny. No, it's always happy. You're always happy. <laughs> yes.、Okay. And then we also have our websites at lightolabs dot com, lightolabs plural dot com.、Mm-hmm. That is basically Becky and my little boutique website. And then we have showcases. Probably time to update. Like we have a couple of、yep. projects just completed. Don't ask、mm. us why labs is plural.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you want to hire us for creative consulting, branding, brand. Photography, design work—that's the commercial website that you go to. Okay. Then what else? You also have your own. Rebecca has her own website. I have my own website as okay, well. Okay. So my <laughs> own website is rebeccato.com.、Mm-hmm. And yours? You sure you only got one website? Ah.、Uh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Ah.、Uh. Oh, this outro sucks. Okay. And then I also have another website.、Uh, it's my writing website.、Mm. So it's at rebeccato.co. Okay. Very easy to remember.、Right? So rebecca.com is photography. Yeah. Rebeccato.co is writing. Yes. Okay. And you have a newsletter as. 
as well, right? Yeah, but it's integrated into my writing website, so you can find it there. Okay, once you go to RebeccaToe.co, you will be able to sign up for the mailing list, right? Mm-hmm. And you write how often your so newsletter? So I send out my newsletter once every week or two. Mm. Now it's not so um, consistent, consistent because you're very, very busy. Yeah. yeah, but when you write, she writes beautifully. Thank you. And very effectively. Really? So please sign up for the <laughs> newsletter. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes got people unsubscribe. I'm like, it's ah. fine. People can be whoever the fuck they want. Okay, okay. Right? You don't want people who don't like you to be in your mailing list, right? You have to learn to say goodbye to them, yeah? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> How about your website? Oh, for me, I also have a lot of people signing up for my mailing list right now. <laughs> except I have not been writing. <laughs> yeah, when was the last time you sent out? One? Oh my god, I used to send out like really long ones. Eh, really but you said that ones. newsletters are not really your thing, right? Eh? Yeah, I I can write, and I think I write quite well. But it's not as intuitive as like a podcast. And I think I kind of like shifted. Why don't you send out um weekly podcast like, episodes? Yeah, is this you trying to be lie and not to? <laughs> Trying to worm herself out. She's trying to say no, goodbye to the podcast. No time to, to say goodbye. Hey, Sarah, time to end the outro. Okay. So my website is dannybunny.co. That's my own website. Is it not? I don't know. It's your website. <laughs> dannybunny.co. <laughs> okay. So I also have a subsidiary website called howtofeelbetter.co. Basically, if you want to do any like private coaching, one-on-one coaching, any issue at all, Business, personal, mindset, you know, anxiety issues come to me. You want to find out more about personal coaching, go to the episode where we recorded why you need a coach. It will answer most of the FAQs. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at what I do. (laughs) I will only get better and I would love to really help you. Mm. Okay, so that's my calling. That's not a business, that's my calling. I would love to work with you. What else do we have to say? Um, Time to say goodbye. Cry. Okay. So this is our second last episode. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.